Hi everyone, may peace be on you all. My name is Shella and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm a Muslim and that's okay. So, how are you, how is everybody doing on day number 10,563 of the lockdown? <laughs> I know I shouldn't be making jokes, especially at the expense of all the extroverts out there. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I and here's the thing. I I see so many people, uh, especially when you go online on Facebook, they're so distressed by all of this. All of my extrovert friends are not doing okay. And I mean, my sympathies with you guys, but as introverts, we're doing fine. It's it's just that it's how we're programmed. I mean, we don't mind not going out. We don't mind not meeting people. I mean, if you like really ask most of us we're complaining that there's literally too many people in the house i mean why are the kids permanently here why are our spouses permanently here everybody needs to go away leave me alone <laughs> uh, let me read a book so <laughs> but you know i i get it you know it's a different personality type thing and uh there's lots of people in my family that you know they're so used to socializing they're not doing well with just being cooped up indoors and i get it and uh, but the interesting thing is i mean and i noticed that you know when we are forced indoors we want to go outdoors i mean before people like were like obsessed with being on their gadgets and you know on being online and you know uh, just being preoccupied by the internet but now where they have all this opportunity to be preoccupied by the internet they're not there's so many people outside i go like i go biking every day and um uh the trails that used to be empty before they're like packed with people now i mean i got to share these trails it's it's, it's awful <laughs> no but um it's i i it's it really is uh interesting because it's not just the extroverts that are having a hard time it's just i mean when i look into the muslim community the muslim community especially you know, like i'm connected to the dallas muslim community like they're having a hard time especially the pakistani community i mean there if there's two things that pakistani people love it's food and socializing and at this moment we can't do either and we're not doing okay and uh, i don't know how many people you know who are listening have whatsapp but if you're from asia you know whatsapp is our chat app i i mean that's how people from like if you have relatives in asia or anywhere in the world that's how asian people connect like completely in about 10 bajillion whatsapp groups that are created for like every uh, friend connection you have or every family connection you have so anyway so i'm in about like maybe 100 of those whatsapp groups and some of them are from dallas and it's it's interesting to see that we're sitting here you know in social isolation and we're st- like these 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 pakistani people are still trying to figure out some way in which they can connect and have a party and it's, it's ridiculous you're like no 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 you're not supposed to be doing this right now 
But anyway, yeah, we're having a hard time. And it's not just, you know, because of the fact that, you know, Muslims and Pakistanis like to socialize. It's uh, we're fast approaching the month of Ramadan. And for those who don't know, I mean, uh, Muslims also have a calendar that goes uh, based on um, the, the lunar calendar. And uh, for us, Ramadan will begin uh, somewhere close to the end of April. And most people only know Ramadan as being the time when Muslims fast. And that's true. I mean, we fast from uh, dawn until dusk um, for 30 days um, uh, of, of the month. But it's not just that. It's, um, it's a time, especially when you're in the U.S. and not even in the U.S. I mean, I remember when I was in Pakistan, um, Ramadan was looked forward to for the entire year. Uh, even though, you know, uh, fasting isn't easy, especially the Muslim fast is not easy because, you know, we, we don't eat or drink at all. And I know a lot of people, those, those who aren't Muslims, when they hear that, I mean, they find that very distressing because, uh, I, and I get it, when you're not used to it, um, you can't wrap your head around it. And, but for us, we've been doing it for most of our lives. Uh, so we sort of get used to the schedule, how it is in Ramadan. And let me tell you, the Ramadan schedule isn't like the everyday schedule. We do slow down. I mean, admittedly, we're not performing at 100%. But we do get used to, you know, how to go about our day-to-day -day activities during Ramadan with some modification. But anyway, but Ramadan, uh, it, even when, you, you know, I was in Pakistan, it used to be the time of year when everybody would dedicate to um, prayer, but also to coming together as families, because uh, especially when the time when we break the fast in the evenings, it's a really festive time, it's a joyous time. And, you know, uh, especially over the weekends, you'd have family come over and you, you, you break bread, break your fast together. And it's always, uh, a wonderful experience and when uh, we moved to the US if we used to you know seek out the places where um, other Muslims would congregate and most of the time that would be the local mosque or masjid and uh, we've been doing that ever since you know for the past 12 years and but for this time for the first time in a long time and I, I if you asked anybody I mean, it doesn't matter what age group they're in, they cannot remember a time when we could not come together as a, as a Muslim community to be able to celebrate Ramadan and do our prayers in Ramadan. And I know that a lot of Muslims are finding this very distressing. It's, uh, it's just unheard of. It, we cannot imagine our Ramadans without being able to do this because in Ramadan even when we're in the US um, it, it is a, almost uh, a daily daily ritual during Ramadan for Muslims to go to the to the masjid to break fast with other Muslims and it, it's it's a it's a wonderful atmosphere to see everybody you know uh, help lay out the food serve food one, with one another you know laugh together it, it's a wonderful atmosphere, but now because of how things are, uh, 
we cannot congregate and we should not congregate. That is how it is. And it's not just not being able to meet at masjids. We can't even meet relatives who may be close by, friends who are close by in the same city. And it, it makes for a very lonely experience in Ramadan. And um, some people might argue that, you know, Ramadan is not just about, you know, coming together, socializing, that sort of thing. It's also about connecting to God and being deepening our faith. And I, I completely agree with that. But um, it, uh, in Ramadan, we also have congregational prayers that happen almost nightly. And that is also something that has come to a screeching halt because of the quarantine. And um, again, our community is really struggling with trying to figure out how to make a month that is very special to us still be special in a time when we cannot practice how we usually do. And it's not just us. And uh, I was, I, I really, uh, you know, felt for the Christian community as well, because again, Easter is also around the corner, another very significant religious um, celebration, but it, it cannot be done as, um, as they do it usually. And um, I, I see that, um, it, it, it is difficult, it is very, very difficult to be able to try, uh, try, to, try to be spiritual when, the, when things are so, are so out of the ordinary. I guess that would be the best way to describe it. I know that's an awful way to describe it, but it, 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 is, it is true. And here's the thing, the problem with how things are right now, we don't even know if things will go back to normal. And that's the hardest part about this because we don't know if we can get a handle on the coronavirus, COVID-19, whichever way you want to refer it to, because we don't even fully understand it. Um, would we be able to come out of social isolation? How long we can go go on doing this? And again, we were not prepared for this in any way mentally. Um, and in the real in religious communities, especially not just the Muslim community, this is one of those things that we have not been prepared for, like ever. I mean, you cannot go back any any number of generations that can remember something like this happening when we could not perform religious duties as they had been laid down to us. I mean, if one of the examples if I had to give you was that this year, I mean, one of the biggest things that are distressing a lot of Muslims is that we probably will not be able to have the yearly Hajj. And that is one of the, the pillars of faith for most Muslims, that it has to be performed at least once in a lifetime. But uh, Saudi Arabia has made the announcement that 
it would be better if Muslims did not. And that is very distressing for uh, many Muslims. And for those who are not religiously inclined, it might not seem significant. But um, I would, I guess, think of it in a way that there is at least something in everybody's life or everybody's everyday, day-to-day life that they hold very dear. It doesn't matter if you are religious or not religious, spiritual, not spiritual. Um, there is that one thing that brings everybody comfort, joy, solace. And to not be able to do that, I think it, it is very trying. It is, a, it is a great test and that, that is what I think what all of this is and not just for like Muslims or those who are religious. I mean like I mentioned before, um, for people who are extroverts, it's, it, is a, it is a test to, be, to not be able to go out, meet people and for introverts I guess the, the test is that we are surrounded by too many people. But, you know, that's the thing. For all of us, it really is a time for us to evaluate um, how we will handle ourselves in, when we're thrown into a situation that we are not used to and are quite frankly are not prepared to even wrap our heads around. So I hope, you know, we can be calm rational about this and be able to logically go through this and get through this in a way that we come out with a being better people and b hopefully there is a solution to all of this because i don't think and and any anything I mean, can be done if we stay indoors all the time. I mean, we do need a, a cure for COVID-19 because, I, I mean, I just, I think I, the, the thing I feel most distressed about is all those people who are, who are in, the, in the healthcare industry who are right now putting themselves at risk for something that they don't even know how long it will last and I mean I don't know I it's just I, I do find it very distressing that this is an invisible invisible sorry invisible enemy I guess you can call it that does not discriminate and yet these are the there are the people who are fighting that enemy for us trying to save us with with all their might and their they don't have they don't have the artillery I mean I guess I hate to use that term but it is what it is to really be able to effectively fight it I mean I pray to God that we're able to help them out the best way we can and right now for the for the rest of us I mean religious community or not to do that is just to stay at home we need to stop the spread so we can return we so that we can have the luxury to return to our everyday lives. I mean, for those who are treating patients 
who have uh, contracted COVID-19 and those who have contracted COVID-19, their lives are permanently changed. And for us who don't have it, like, yes, we do have these everyday inconveniences of not being able to do the things that we really, really, really want to do, but at least we're okay. So I hope all of us do our part in beating this. And with that, I hope that all of you stay safe and well and may peace be on you all. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.